Greetings. Welcome to the Empowered Womb Healing Podcast. I am your host, women's wellness coach, doctorate of natural medicine, and doula, Odessa Thornhill. I've been working as a healer for almost 20 years. I offer natural holistic support to those who suffer from irregular and abnormal cycles, hormone imbalance, and chronic womb health conditions. I help my clients achieve concrete transformational results and vibrant health, mind, body, soul, and womb without the feeling of overwhelm from DIY holistic medicine. Each episode, I'm going to talk about different strategies and ways of thinking I believe each woman needs to have in place and be functioning from to be able to empower her self-care and feminine healing journey to cultivate and manifest a life of love, joy, peace, and happiness as a way of life not just a passing dream. Today, we are going to be talking about um, if you have more than one reproductive health issue, why this program is still going to work for you, why my incubator is still going to work for you. I hope you all are well. And um, if you are able to catch the replay, hashtag replay, let me know what your takeaways are. And it's always such a pleasure to be here sharing with you all, singing, carrying on, being myself, right? Because I find sometimes, you know, in this social media world, people are so uptight about how they're supposed to show up online, how they're supposed to look, how, you know, what they're supposed to do. And like, I can be real foolish when I'm ready. So I'm just giving myself a chance to be myself pretty much. So um, for those of you who don't know who I am, just really quickly, I wanted to just repeat, my name is Odessa. I am a women's wellness mentor and I help women who are struggling with fertility prepare themselves into their next um, IVF cycle, if it's their first one or their second one, or repeat, or for those women who are just trying to get pregnant on their own and have reproductive health, chronic health conditions. So I know that you've probably gone to the doctor many times, or you know, you've had many conversations um, about your condition, about you know what the best practices are, how you can approach. Um, you know, fertility and what your best chances are. Um, and, you know, there are many different ways of approaching it on your own, you know. And one of the main things that I hear a lot of couples are doing is that they just start having a lot of sex. You know, it's like you're just trying, hoping that you're going to catch that fertile window. Um, and um, if, and it doesn't always work, you know, because you end up kind of spinning your wheels in the same place all of the time, you know, and it just becomes really, really stressful. Um, or sometimes you do the nothing approach, you know, just kind of chalk it up to life and wait to see what's going to happen, um, which is, which nothing is wrong with doing that. You know, it's one way of working because it, it does um, work out for some people where they just need the time to do it. Another thing that many um, couples, women um, go through is this moment of silence, you know, of not saying anything, of not speaking um, about it, about their issue, but also not acknowledging the fact that there's a layer, there are many layers to your condition that you're working through, right? And so you may not talk about it. You're only focusing on the fact that there's this level of 
of infertility that you're dealing with, but you're not talking about the underlying issues. And so, you know, you, you might go to Dr. Google again, you know, and have these conversations and look for the information um, and still feel defeated, you know, because, you know, you're not, you're not getting the full answers. And I can tell you for myself, I've gone onto Google sometimes to find information about things. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> you know, I, I need to talk to, I need to talk to someone who is more informed about this information because I know me, I have a lot of questions, you know, I, I need to get into detail. I need to, you know, il faut poser des questions pour avoir les réponses, you know? And so, um, we have to be careful. We have to be careful about this because it can put us in a tailspin, you know, um, especially if you're dealing with more than one issue, especially if you're, you know, it's layered on, you know, sometimes it's like, well, I've got cramps every time I'm eating my food. And so we're looking at an issue with, with the gut, you know, or I'm, you know, moving my bowels, but I've got pain, you know, there could be issues with your bowels, with your constipation, with, you know, with your bladder, um, right? Like I'm not sleeping at night. I've got insomnia and I'm up all night. And so like, what else are we dealing with? Are you dealing with a nerve issue? Are you dealing with, you know, uh, you know, adrenal fatigue, um, you know, or high anxiety, you know, what are the other layers of being that you're working through, um, you know, and and so by allowing yourself to not address these with your primary caregivers, because that's one thing like this is really crucial and really key, because oftentimes it's like you, you we have these conversations with um, our prospects. We have these conversations you know, with our clients and we're not getting the whole picture of what's happening. You know, like I speak to people all the time or like, and I think I've mentioned it before, like I'm talking to clients and it's like, you know, weeks and months later, then they're going to start to reveal to me that there's more going on in the situation. And, you know, you didn't want to say anything because you didn't think that, you know, I'd be able to address it. You didn't think that, you know, there'd be something good that can come out of it or, you know, that it's, it's affecting the circumstance that you're dealing with right now and everything is related. Every single thing is related. Low libido, you know, you don't have a sex drive, you know, this means something in the overall, um, you know, grand scheme of everything. You don't have, um, you know, you're not ovulating, you're not having proper cervical fluid, you know, your basal body temperature is off, you know, um, like you've got really bad breath that you can't get rid of. You're sleeping, you know, and you're sweating profusely. You may not be sleeping and you're still sweating profusely. Like all of these layers adding on, adding up, create, you know, that pastiche. It creates that contoured picture, that multidimensional picture that I've talked about. And it's really important to have these conversations, you know? So like this, this is the problem. And what happens is when we're working with conventional medicine and it's not working for us, then we begin to get desperate. You begin to look for the alternative, um, the alternative choices that are out there for you. And Something that is important to, to remember is that the problem isn't that the methods are not working. 
The problem is how you're approaching the methods, right? First of all, oftentimes, you know, your primary caregivers, um, you know, allopathic doctors, occidental doctors and practitioners, they're looking at the scientific data. If it isn't showing up on your blood test, it's probably, you know, not an issue. Or if it's not showing up on the scan, it might be a non-issue. Um, but when you're working with, you know, alternative care practitioners, we're looking at everything. We're looking at the emotional, the mental, the spiritual, and how everything layers up. But if you are not, you know, taking into consideration all of these other pieces, then you're not really in control. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you've got to clean the whole room, um, you know, to really have cleaned the room, but you're only making your bed. You know, you're only making your bed and you're just um, putting your clothes on the chair and we're not addressing all of the other pieces. And that's kind of how I see Occidental medicine. And I'm not saying that it doesn't work, but I'm saying it's like when you're approaching all of these um therapies, when you're approaching all of these different ways of working with the body, and you're not taking everything into consideration, how can you expect to get to the bottom of the issue? You know, if you are dealing with unresolved trauma, you know, if you are feeling extremely, extremely, you know, desperate and um, destitute, and you don't have any faith, you know, in what it is that you're doing, how do you think it's going to affect your process, you know what I mean? Like, so then you're going into these circumstances and you don't have any faith and you don't think it's going to work. And you know that you've got all these other things in the back and you're not telling everyone what's happening. And here we are thinking that we're just going to make the bed. Well, not me, but a lot of other, um, you know, uh, practitioners, you know, or when you're going to working with your doctors and you're just kind of looking at, you know, what's happening right here and right there. If you have more than one health problem and you're trying to conceive and you're having difficulty conceiving, it's still possible to address all of these. It's still very possible to address all of these, but you have to change your approach. First of all, you need to decide that you are the CEO of your life. You are the CEO. And if you are the CEO of your life, that means that you are the person who is in control. And if you're the person who's in control, how are you approaching these problems? How does a CEO approach problems? You know, are you prepared? Are you, are you aware of everything, right? Are you clear on what exactly is happening? Do you have, you know, everything marked down? You know what's going on, when it happened, why it happened, where it happened, who it happened with, who was there, when it happened. Like, we need to know. We have to know. Well, I, I experienced this illness at this particular age. I, you know, had a miscarriage here. I, you know, they thought that I potentially had an STI, but I didn't. But I still feel as though my body's a little bit messed up because I have this particular procedure done. And, you know, I was sick at this age and, you know, it knocked my complete system out of whack. But, you know, we never really thought about these kinds of things, but these are all the pieces of the puzzle that I'm dealing with. And so when you're working with your practitioner, when you're working with your primary caregiver, you've got to put everything on the table. It's important to know this, right? There's what you think you can do versus what really can happen. You know, I am a firm and strong believer that prayer and faith is, is everything. I am a firm believer in this, but I'm also a believer that you have to do the actions. You have to do your diligence to make sure that you're covering 
all of your grounds. And so if you're not, A, if you're not being forthcoming with everything, then we can't deal with it. You know what I mean? Like you may only be seeing the bed because that's where you lay. You know what I mean? You, the only issue that you're focusing on is, well, I just need to have this baby. We just need to get my womb in order. So you don't need to know anything else. But it's important. It's important to lay it on the table so that we can deal with it, so that we can address it, so we can see the gaps. Because one thing is connected to the other. You know, if you're going to bed at night, and your room is a mess and you're not able to sleep, you may not be able to sleep because there's a mess in your room and you don't even know it, right? It's all interconnected. If you're, you know, constantly thinking, you're constantly on the go and you feel as though, you know, everything is happening and you're just not able to gather yourself clearly to be able to discern and figure out what your next moves are, chances are that the space around you Right. The people, the places that you frequent, you know, the, the, the circumstances that your environment might not be healthy. Right. So you have to look at the layers, the layers of what's going on. And so physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, karmically, all of these things are crucial. All of these pieces of the puzzle are crucial. Right. You need to understand what the gaps are in your health and wellness. Like, you know, you're not eating well, you're allergic to certain things and you're still eating them, but you're not telling anybody this. And these foods that are creating the allergies in you are setting off the cortisone, um, the cortisol, you know, setting off your allergies, putting, you know, all kinds of, um, you know, wrong signals into your system. And so keeping you in a fight and flight, right? So it's stressing you out. And we didn't even know, <laughs> right? Or you didn't even know. So it's important to just lay, lay it out on the table. So it's possible to overcome your health issues one at a time. It's more than possible to overcome. And sometimes I hear people say, well, you know, I'm only dealing with this thing, but I don't think that, you know, I don't, I don't think that we can, can, can get anything done because there's just so much happening to you, to me. Well, that's not the whole truth. That's not the whole truth. This work that I'm doing is about informing you and letting you know that you are a co-creator. You are a co-creator. Whomever or whatever, or if ever, you believe in something greater than you, you are working with this creator, your creator, right? To be able to create that, because that's what it is. Women are co-creators. Your womb is an incubator. When you really think about it, when we really sit down and think about it, where are these souls coming from? Right? Like we can physiologically talk about what's going to happen in the body, but where are these souls coming from? And where are these souls going? And these souls are choosing. They're choosing to incubate, they're incubating in your body, right? And by the grace of life with a capital L, by the grace of divine energy, by the grace of God, Allah, Jehovah, Yemiyah, whomever and whatever, right? You are able to contain and maintain these pregnancies. So you are a co-creator. 
You know, I've I've had conversations with women who have told me that they have visualized exactly the way that they want their children to come out while they are in the womb. And they have seen their children come out and look exactly like they have visualized it. You are a co-creator. You are in the seat of creation. You are sitting on your throne. When you acknowledge this capability that you have, there's a certain level of confidence that you walk around with. But to recognize this, Ashe, to recognize this, you have to be able to look at everything in its face, acknowledge everything, acknowledge the fears, acknowledge the issues, acknowledge the obstacles, acknowledge the setbacks, acknowledge the challenges, acknowledge the desire to stop everything, you know? You have to be able to so that you can face it for what it is and then move forward one step at a time. Absolutely. Exactly. You know, I've been having a lot of conversations around, you know, this this subject of fertility. And I've been talking with some of my colleagues who are pregnant and, you know, and they're saying, but there are a lot of women who don't want to talk about this in the open. They don't want to share this information because there's a lot of shame. There's a lot of pain that comes from it. You know what I mean? Like, am I broken? Is my body broken? I'm not good enough. Like all these different things that we're dealing with and that we're living with. This episode is brought to you by my signature program, The Practitioner's Self-Care and Feminine Healing Training. Are you a doula, nurse, health practitioner, or healer? Are you living with unresolved reproductive health problems and want to understand deeply what's happening to your body? If so, you're going to love today's sponsor, my premium program, The Practitioner Self-Care and Feminine Healing Training. Healing your mind, body, soul, and womb using my three-phase womb cleanse program not only helps you heal your hormones, it helps to set the stage for a healthy pregnancy, birth, healthy baby, and much more, as well as a more in-tuned, aligned, deep trust in your body. I created a quick womb health assessment to help you understand where the gaps are in your health and help offer direction on how you can move forward effectively on your journey. Visit my website, Cultivate Your Own, and my social media pages, Cultivate Your Own Wellness, to book a next step call with me and gain access to this womb health assessment. Once you've completed the assessment, we will hop on a call and discuss further so I can understand what your needs are and if you're a great fit for my six-month program. And let me tell you, it really works. Visit Cultivate Your Own Wellness and join the practitioner self-care and feminine healing training today. You know, stepping into your values, stepping into who you are, recognizing the role that you play, the power, the sovereign power that you have, the miraculous nature of the body and the ability that it has to regenerate, rejuvenate, re-educate, you understand, itself when placed in the right environment is important and it's key, especially as women. Society puts us down so much. There's already so much pressure on us to perform, you know, then we want to go out into the world and work and there's nothing wrong with going out into the world and working, but then we get a little bit confused because we step into 
masculine energy too much and we forget about our feminine energy and then we come back home and we still have to balance it out and there's just so much to do so it's like we have to learn how to step in and we have to learn we have to understand the given flow the ebb and flow of who we are because there really is this beautiful cycle of, of life that's happening around us. And if we're not able to work with it and make it work in our, make it work in our favor, then it happens to us. And then we feel as though we're at the whim of it. You know, what manner of man is this that winds may obey? What manner of man is this that even the seas obey the great one? You know, so we have that same exact power. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what your experience is, but I know for a fact some of the things that I have lived in my life and I have seen happen in my life, I know what I'm able to do, right? And that's my role. That's what I do. I am here to help you to understand that you have that power as well too, to connect with the elements on the outside of you and connect with the elements on the inside of you, to be able to have life happen with you and not just to you. Sis, you got this. You got this, but you have to believe it. You have to believe it and you have to step into it and you have to live it. You have to recognize it and you have to embody it. You have to embody it. This is why the incubator was created because I'm like, women need to know about this. Women have to recognize the ability that they have and you have to learn how to push everything away and create those boundaries so that you can thrive. Okay. We need to stop struggling and start thriving. And to be able to do that, you have to know what to do and you have to know how to navigate yourself through the process. So I'm here to help women. I'm here to support folks womb carriers because not everybody identifies as a woman not everybody identifies you know as um, what regular society would assign you um, to be but if you have a womb then you're a womb carrier and that gives you a certain level of 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 knowledge of know-how of beingness of presence you know of power and, and this is where this work comes in. And so pouring into, pouring into, you know, what your capability is and giving you that, that power and that information and showing you the way, teaching you how to do it, not just giving you food, but showing you how to plant, literally showing you how to plant showing you how to cultivate your own wellness, showing you how to cultivate your own wounds. You know, this is what it's really all about. Pouring into what your capability is, all of this, all of this, because we have so much potential, you know, especially in this day and age, we're talking so much about, you know, oh, you can manifest this and, you know, manifest and, you know, create and, you know, you can live the life you love and, all of this and that, like, honestly, if you don't know the work that has to go in, then it just becomes fluff talk. It just becomes hearsay, you know, but if you are able to be in that space and understand how to set your internal compass, all of these things, 
because these 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 words create, manifest, cultivate, fertile. You know, all of these. This is very much about the feminine energy. Men have that energy too, but it's just very much about the feminine energy. Y'all have me going off on some next levels here. I'm trying to I'm trying to stay focused, y'all. <laughs> I'm trying to stay focused, you know, but my schooling and my work and my focus has been primarily for this reason, because we're in a state, we're in a state for so many different reasons. We're eating things that are not right. We're thinking things that are not right. We're with people that are not right. We're putting things inside of us, people inside of us that are not right. We're putting ourselves in situations that are not right. And then we're sitting back and saying, well, how come it's not working for me? And then we're going to the doctors and the doctors, I'm sorry, sometimes like they're just, just as guilty. You know, they're not able to help us. They're not able to help us, you know? So working from the grassroots, working organically, you know, building ourselves up from the inside and creating that level of knowingness, you know, that's, that's what this is all about, right? So Fertility Secrets and Womb Wisdom, that's the name of the program. That's the name of the incubator that I've created for you, for whomever is prepared to walk that journey, who is prepared to take those steps, you know, and um, really and truly, you know, I've been able to get results with women in the first week of working together. You know, the interesting thing about this work is that you know, there are there are protocols which are set up. There are markers for you to reach, to hit, to make sure that, you know, you're 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 covering all of your bases. But I tailor the work specifically to you. You know what I mean? And I work with you to be able to create that environment for you to thrive, you know, and it's up to you to do the work. You know, in traditional medicine, we say that, you know, if you've had something for nine years and you need at least nine months of consistent applied work, you know what I mean? To be able to reverse the work that you're doing. But this this particular incubator um, moves through, you know, the process and creates that six month um, transformation for you. And not only does it just help you to prepare your body to receive, um, you know, your baby and prepare that first crib, but it helps to prepare you for the process of pregnancy and prepare you for that process of labor and prepare you for having those conversations with your primary caregivers and being able to stand up to your primary caregivers and speak confidently about what it is that you want to do. And after you've had your baby, feel confident to know what it is that you have to do to help your body to, um, you know, settle in after the baby has been born. That's right. Preparing is so important because trust me, sis, you know, I've gone through four labors, four labors. And I remember like each one, one after the other, it's like, wow, you know, what you didn't know before and you prepared for now and what you didn't know the last time and you prepared for now, you know, it's like things I should have, could have, would have. I wish my mother told me, you know, and sometimes things my mother didn't even know to be able to tell me, you know. And so that's what this has been done, prepping and prior preconception. This is right. You know, like when I think about, 
you know, really and truly, again, why I started this work, preparing for pregnancy. Like, I have had so many friends come and tell me, oops, <laughs> you know, I got pregnant. It's like, damn, girl, you weren't even ready. You know, your body wasn't ready. Your mind wasn't ready. You know, and here you are sick in between children because your body is deficient. You're neutral. You're, you're, you're mineral deficient. You're spiritually deficient. You know what I mean? Like you just, you're financially deficient, all the things, you know? And so getting yourself prepping for all trimesters, including the fourth trimester, it's important. It is important. And it makes a huge difference. It's that level of presence that you're able to be, you know, available within. You know what I mean? It, it's it, it, You're able to be present to yourself, to your body, to the experience. Because I can tell you, as the spirit begins to develop itself inside of the body, you know, you begin to imprint very slowly, very, very slowly. You begin to imprint on your child. You begin to imprint on the fetus. And if you are unaware of what it is that you're doing, you slowly start to ingrain these habits in the child, you know. And, and so when you're aware of this, you know, I'm so serious. I, listen, y'all, it's the truth. It's the truth. I was with a newborn the other day. I've been holding, cortisol is real. I'm holding on to this baby. And I was talking to the mother and I said, well, she was born on the full moon on an eclipse. And she says, yes, she was. I said, this one's going to have a wapow kind of character, you know. But then we were having the discussion. What was your pregnancy like? What were you thinking about? What were you experiencing? What has changed? What didn't change? How are you changed? What's, what's going to be different now? All of these things. All of these things are, are, are making a huge impact, right, on your babies. And so we want to prepare in advance. You know, we don't want to have the influence of society telling us right now. We don't want to have the influence of right now dictating the quality of our children, you know, coming up with asthma. 25% of toxins that are in your body are going to be passed off onto your baby in the womb. 25%. That's just toxins. We're not even talking about all of the other ancestral issues that you're working through or dealing with and suppressing. I remember holding women's circles and talking about these kinds of things. And one woman said, she says, you know, I was so stressed. And she was a black woman. She said, I was so stressed during my pregnancy. I was going through a difficult time with my child's father and I was not sleeping. I was crying all the time. And when my baby came out, my baby was shaking. My baby was shaking so hard that they thought that I was on drugs. And this woman is a straight and arrow type of person. She's a very religious person. And she looked at me and she was like, my goodness. When we had this conversation, she said, I didn't even realize just how much of an influence my own habits, my own way of being was having on my child in the womb. When her baby came out, she said he would cry and he would shake as though he was an addict, as though he was going through withdrawal. But she said, I didn't share this experience with anybody and I suppressed it, but I had really extreme crying bouts. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is what she shared with me. And I was like, well, you know, we have to be really aware. It's, it's important. We are aware of this. And so you know, preparing for pregnancy in advance. This is what this is about. Tell your daughters, 
<laughs> have the conversations with your babies from young. Prepare for pregnancy in advance. If you think you want to have a baby, because if you don't want to have a baby, power to you, sweetie. You can stay, your womb can stay a virgin your whole life if you want. You know what I mean? And that's cool. But if you think you want to have a baby, prepare in advance. You know, as an adult, as you're walking through life, as you're enjoying your experiences in life, as you're going out with your friends and you're trying new foods and you're tasting new drinks and you might be, you know, who knows? Some people like to indulge in, you know, very social activities. Like be, be cognizant of how your body is responding to these things because we don't want adverse effects to last a lifetime. We don't want in 10 years, you know, of living this particular lifestyle when you arrive at the door of fertility and you're prepared to start and you think that you're going to conceive right away because everyone else around you has conceived and you haven't. We don't want this to be an issue because now you're regretting what you've done, right? We don't want this to happen for you, right? We don't want you to go to the doctor again for another round of IVF and not be prepared. We want you to prepare in advance. We want you to cleanse out your system. We want you to go through that process. And within the process, we do that. We detox a couple of times. I know there are a lot of people who will say detox and just drink this one tea and take this pill. Let me tell you something. My detoxes are intense because we need to clean it out. Imagine all of the things that you've been doing regularly right? All of the things that you've been eating regularly, all of the times when your body was like, girl, don't do it. <laughs> no, nah, girl, I'm not going to do it. I did it, right? I love those videos. <laughs> so funny. But we do that, right? And then we're coming back afterwards, like, you know, did I wait too long to have my baby? You know, did I, did I stay too long, you know, living this particular life? I was watching the Red Table the other day, and they had, um, uh, who was it? Not uh, Osborne. Oh gosh, Sharon Osborne's daughter. One of one of the Osborne children, the daughter she was on, and she had just come clean. She just come forward. So she had been an alcoholic for most of her life because her father, Ozzy Osborne, he's a, a heavy alcoholic, and she was saying that you know she had to come forward because she was an she was a closet drinker. But she says you know like it's affected her life. You know what I mean? And she's questioning, you know, like, you know, has it affected her ability to conceive it? Most definitely, you know, she was thinking in her mind, she said it, that, you know, she was thinking, well, even though I'm doing drugs, I'm just going to stop while I'm pregnant. Yeah, well, everything that you've done before can affect your baby. It can. It can adversely affect your baby. It doesn't mean that it will, you know? So, I mean, I kind of deviated. <laughs> away from the main theme, you know, but if you have more than one health condition, um, you know, it is important to prepare in advance. And this incubator that I've created can help you to address this because the work that I'm doing um, and the medicine that I'm preparing for you is tailored to you. In the beginning, we I get you to fill in six different assessments. You fill in six different assessments you know, and we sit down and we have our deep dive, a half day where we sit down and we comb through what your health conditions are, you know, and then I go back and I look through and I see like, what is your body constitution? You know, what are the emotions and these emotions, which organ system are they affecting, you know, and how is this organ system showing up in your wellness, um, you know, pastiche and how can we create that harmonious journey for you? So come, 
come and be open and be honest and be vulnerable. So if you are interested in having a conversation with me, feel free to hop into my DMs, say what's up, let me know you're there. Or you can go to my link in the bio and you can fill in the suitability questionnaire and we can just get on a call and discuss where the gaps are in your healing journey, on your healing journey. What is it that you've been doing or not doing? And how can you create uh, you know, the best possible environment for your baby's first crib? So y'all, I'm going to leave you there. I'm going to let you go. Go take care of my little ones and uh, hold space for those clients who I am going to be having conversations with this weekend and sending you all some love, light, joy, peace, and happiness. Y'all take care. Be well. Be inspired to do for yourself what you would do for someone else. Be inspired to do for yourself what you would do for someone else. Get up off your bed and walk. Your time is now, so don't be fooled. I see you questioning the simple signs. Step out of line, it's time to move. Hey, 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 oh. Be inspired to do for yourself what you would do for some. What you would do, what you would do for someone Be inspired to do for yourself What you would do for someone else